0: Only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. 3CR 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. 3CR broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and paying respects to elders past and present, including for Out of the Pan our LGBTI, Indigenous Elders, and acknowledging their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land. Sadrastvuci and hi. I'm still in there. Um oh, maybe I'll be out of it by next year when I want to come back. Um but um out of the pan. Um, A show, as I say, covering issues knowing no boundaries of sex or gender and, well, a vague attempt at language from Sally Goldner, your host for the next hour, a.k.a. Bazuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady. Um, On the show today, well, hopefully now that the dust has settled, I'm going to try to do the impossible and calmly debate um, the scenario that emerged in the last two weeks or so regarding the Ethics Centre in Sydney. Um, I'm just getting my deep breathing exercises underway to assist me in doing that. Um, But also have a look at, you know, it's this time of the year we start looking at um, sort of um, what's going on, um, sort of wrapping up the year, but also looking to next year, as often is the case. And, um, you know, we'll have a bit of a look at that um, for what is the second last show of the year, because um, next week I'll finish up. And then I'll be slacking off and be back in the first Sunday in February. Uh, love saying that, February. I'm calling it February because I can. So I'm going to be off midsummering and picnicking and things during January. I'm also heading up to the country for New Year, which I must admit I haven't had enough of. But um, if today, if you're listening live on the Sunday or listening to the On Demand on Sunday, hop out into the sunshine of about 26 degrees, slip, slop, slap, wear a hat, all that sort of stuff. It's too good. Um, but um I want a look at, you know, these lists that come out, people to watch. And, um, you know, some I don't know about, I admit. I have honestly not heard of Eugenie Tay, um, who's um, a stage and costume designer, as per December's MCV. Um, but I um, heard of Sally Rugg, who's an advocate based in Sydney. Ben Law, um, who's on TV and does stand-up. Um, A few others I haven't, but um, good to see a few in there. Kate, Justin Coonan, who's in New South Wales, a former convener of the New South Wales Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby and is now um, the new president of ACON, and I think that's got to be good for diversity. He has a good record on liaising with groups like trans and intersex. Um, Good to see the fab Damo Stevens um, from Shepparton in there as well. And also on the same page of this part of the article, Kate McGregor and um, is in there, but um, there's plenty of others as well. Um, And it's great to see Margot Fink, um, who has been um, nominated as a Young Australian of the Year finalist. I don't think quite got it, unfortunately. But it is so good to see that level of trans diversity in another list I've seen has a wide range of trans and gender-diverse people in there, including some of our sister girls and brother girls, Star Lady and Rosalind and Brie Curtis, which is great to see as well. Um, Also, got to give congratulations to Jacob Thomas, who won a young um, award for being a young queen. No, the um, Queen's Award for Young People, and will be going off to be tapped on the shoulder or bow or curtsy or something in England next year, which is just amazing. And... I've got to say, it. Um, you know, I'm comfortable about who I am, but as an advocate, um, it is really good to see that we're really building um, something in terms of generational advocacy. And, of course, there's many other young people doing great work around the country, or younger than this 50-and-a-bit-year-old um, Danny Wright over in Western Australia, great great genderqueer person, um, Eric Locke and Sam Lillard here. It is very, very heartening, and um, the more we um, build our our ranks and give diverse stories, the better off it's going to be. So very, very welcome to see um that happening. So yeah, good to see all these people on the lists. Um, Roe Allen is in there, of course, who um does identify as other than male or female, though is happy to have she used as a pronoun. Robert Sims is the openly gay Green Senator in Parliament, um joining the Greens, uh, many others. Um, so Really, really good to see a good range of trans and gender diverse people. Um, hopefully, next, um, some more bi representation, which I know is an ongoing issue. So, great to see that representation across generations, across the trans and gender diverse kaleidoscope, as I like to call it. Well done to anyone who's nominated and getting out there and doing something. You don't have to be necessarily upfront. Um, you know, I often talk about the fabulous archives and what they have to say about our, well, more GLBT history, I think. Um, not to disregard intersex in any way, but perhaps not so many stories. But, um, you know, I think that, you know, that sort of work, which can be very behind the scenes, sometimes doesn't get noticed. So well done to all the group. Anyone who volunteers for our community, every little bit of skill and effort makes a difference. All right. Opened up today um, musically with the Hoodoo Gurus from their very first album back in uh, the 1980s, 84-5-ish, Stone Age Romeos and Leilani. And, uh, well, rocking out a bit today. Going to have next up is the fabulous Jeff Healy um, and the Jeff Healy Band from Hell to Pay, which was the second album by Jeff in 1990. And here's a Mark Knopfler track. um, And you can dedicate this to whoever you want um, and that's whoever or whomever, singular or plural in your life, I think I love you too much. 3CR, 855am, digital3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the Pan with Sally Goldner, a.k.a. Bezuma Koshka. My name is Selva and I am fighting for my life.
1: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have to flee your own country, spend days or weeks in a leaky boat on dangerous rolling seas, and then arrive in a new country where you are terrorized even more? Well, that's the life confronting millions of people in this world who have no choice but to seek asylum. All these people want is a fair go, but here in Australia, our government in our name treats these desperate people with cruelty and inhumanity. Here at 3CR, we aim to give these people a voice, a chance to speak out, and let you know that they are just like us, people with hopes and aspirations, people who deserve to be treated as we would expect to be treated if we found ourselves in this position. Refugee Radio is the voice of refugees. 10am every Sunday at 3CR 855 on the AM dial.
0: say I'm not a worthless human being Cause no one needs a worthless human being My family need a Buy a ticket in the 3CR summer Radio Thorn Raffle and not only will you be supporting independent radio, but you could be in the running to win a new bike kindly donated by Reed Cycles. Reed Cycles have stores in North Melbourne, Windsor and Collingwood. Check out their website reedcycles.com.au. Call the station now on 9419 to get your tickets. Reed Cycles is a 3CR supporter.
1: My white bicycle and me. My
0: white bicycle. <laughs> 3CR at am digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues Knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, including bicycly, bicyc- bicycle, bisexual issues, um, that sort of thing. Um, it was Queen's song, really about um, um, not a, um, about bicycles. Was it about bicycles or what is about bisexuals? Bisexual, bisexual. I want to ride bisexual. Anyway, um, lots of ways to get in touch with the show that I forgot to mention in the first segment. Um, out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. Um, text 61401078981. You may need to put an international code in front of that. Um, you can look for me on Facebook at um, Sally Goldner or um, on Out of the Pans page. Or you can tweet at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. Um, um, so, um, well, um got to just mention Refugee Radio. Um, had a... Bit of a moment. I'm still processing everything that happened in Saint Petersburg um, in the second half of November. As one could imagine, it was a pretty big experience. And one thing that struck me, and you know, playing um, Trevor's message there reminded me of it. You know, this first or second day I was there, and I was struggling with the language, and I had a bit of a one of those moments. Privilege awareness. I'm going to call it. Um, I don't feel so much. It's privilege check. Um, Where you go, heck. I can't speak the language here, but I'm a tourist. I've got some rubles in my pocket. Um, I've got a film festival to work with and all that stuff. Um, what about if you're a newly arrived person in Australia, which is tough enough and you don't have any English language at the point of coming in, and then you're shoved off to Christmas Island or Manus Island or places like that? Gosh almighty. Um, still got to work out what that all means. Just it's something to do with empathy and win-win solutions, maybe. But that's all I've come up with at the moment, but certainly got me thinking. Well, empathy and win-win solutions are good things, but unfortunately, in relation to a scenario that developed, in, began to develop in late November and carried through to early December, and now that the dust has settled a little, it's good to have a look at this with a bit of hindsight rather than be caught up in the moment, and that's the scenario in relation to the Ethics Centre, an organisation in Sydney, and a debate they were proposing in relation to trans people. And they were wanting to debate something that I don't think needs to be debated. Are trans women real women? And quite an offensive topic, and it struck me this morning as I was thinking about this, that 15 years ago in a briefing paper sent to Victorian politicians at the time of advocating for state equal opportunity law here, we said we don't have to justify ourselves, we just are. Well, 15 years on, we're still having the same debates, which I think is part of the frustration in this debate for trans and gender-diverse people and families. And it does seem weird that we would be having this debate in a time of heightened awareness, as has been the case in the last three years or so of trans and gender-diverse people in many places. I suppose there's three levels, at least, to this situation with the Ethics Centre. There's the Ethics Centre scenario itself, debates over trans issues, and then freedom of speech debates. Now, um, really, which which one do you dive into first? Let's look at the ethics centre. They rang trans and gender diverse people and organisations. So they claim they consulted. Well, sort of, kind of true. But the real—it's all very well to consult if you're going to do things in a win-win, empathic way. Try listening. Try taking on board feedback. And overwhelmingly, every trans and gender diverse person was of the majority of opinion. That this is not a debate to have, and certainly not the way they were framing it. And wanting to have people um, such as possibly Sheila Jeffries and Jermaine Greer, who are well known for their views that transgender people do certainly do not agree with, I think that's putting it with liberal diplomacy at its maximum, um, on one side of a fence. Divisive way to do it, and everyone said so. The exception to when this should be debated, and it's a very rare exception, is if you can provide good process. And earlier in November, when Jermaine Greer popped her head up in late October, I was on good old Auntie ABC, who do know how to do quality media and hold that point um, as we go on. And they said, look, we feel this is a debate that has to have, but we'll do good process. And they set up a way, although I was in the studio and Sheila Jeffries was on the other end of the line in London, they set up a way that at least there was some reasonable degree of process and of course the abc overwhelmingly despite attacks on them by um, people do good process in media and the only really people who criticize them on the bias are the people who um, aren't getting told aren't hearing what they want to hear hold that point too but you no know, if it's not going to be done right you can't have a remotely de- um you know a really sensitive debate such as are transgender people really who they say they are, which, of course, we know who we are, is done. And this is where the Ethics Centre, I think, breached trust, that basic condition of human interaction. By, you know, doing a sham consultation and not listening and then putting out the event in a provocative let's sell tickets, who cares about... Ironically, I have to say, who cares about the ethics of how we sell them way, they've made it very difficult. And while some trans and gender diverse people are trying to rebuild trust, and I think... Um, that's happening, it's um, not going to be very easy. It's interesting, after the initial furore, when they announced the debate in the first week in December, um, they've pulled off a whole heap of stuff off Facebook and the original debate topic that I just mentioned has now been sex, gender and identity TBC. Hmm. Um, You know, not good. I think what also was unfortunate is they just started bombarding people And it was only after we dug a little deeper that we found out they've done similar things in the past with people working in the sex industry and I'm sure Jane Green from Scarlet Alliance and the Scarlet Alliance crew and authoritative bodies on sex work such as um, Vixen as well um, would have things to say about that. But also they've, um, interestingly, linking back to Trevor's promo um, stuffed around with issues to do with newly arrived people as well. And I think that you know, the the good thing is the trans community stood firm and the fact that other um, groups facing actual and potential discrimination were supportive of us, I think is a sign that, again, old story, when you stick together, you can um, make a difference. And I think that the solidarity shown by trans and gender diverse and allies was enormous. And hopefully, um, you know, sometimes you've, you know, I'm all for engaging in diplomacy, said the Liberan, Sometimes, dare I say, you've got to be a bit butch, darlings, and I think the trans community stood very firm, and I also want to give credit, I mentioned Margot Fink in the opening segment, her piece on daily life about this um, makes it pretty clear what the trans position is, and um, she confirms what um, I'm just expressing an individual opinion and we were contacted but not really listened to. That's not a good way to go about things. So that's, let's say, the particular issue. We'll bro- I'll broaden it out to the next two levels in the next segment or two to talk about transgender issues and freedom of speech, which sort of cross over a bit more. Anyway, in the meantime, let's have some more music. Um, tossed Up, which track to play from Graham Connors' Here and Now album of 1995 Um as yes we're sort of in summer and feeling a bit Australian. Um so it's gonna go these blue skies on a um, a nice mild to warm day in Melbourne. But have a think about what we want for Australia and the great Australian dream. Three C R eight five five AM digital three C R dot org dot AU out of the pan with Sally. Three C R eight five five AM digital three C R dot org dot AU Out of the pan. On a Sunday afternoon or any other time that you happen to be listening through all the various means of listening to 3CR, um, including for this show, the repeat on 5am Australian time Wednesday morning. Um, lots of ways to listen. Um, there's no excuse. Or at least we're not letting you off. Um, any, something like that anyway. Um, thanks to Linda for tweeting that she's enjoying the great music. Um just to recap, we've had the Huda Gurus from Stone Age Romeos, Leilani, um I think I love you too much, um, from Jeff Healy Band with a Martin Offler track. And um The Great Australian Dream. Um wow, um whatever it may be on 3CR eight five five AM digital3cr.org.au. Um so yeah, touched on um some of the Arguments that um, you know um, to do with the specific situation of the ethics centre um, in the first segment, and also got to give credit mentioned Margot Fink earlier her great piece on Daily Life's website. Um, if you look for that, looks at a lot of these arguments. But I I wanted to broaden out on Margot's piece, which I think does great um, work, and just says our lives aren't up for debate, which. I, as I say, unless they're done, it's done very, very sensitively um, and in partnership um, with trans and gender diverse people. It's not up to anyone else to tell us how to do it. Um, and, you know, we all talk about oh how the group in question needs to lead the debate. And this leads into the other um, sort of next level of this. And, you know, this is our debate um, yet. The, someone else wanted to tell us what the debate would be. It's interesting, the latest, we go through clichés in these sorts of areas. Last decade it was vague meaning, if not totally meaningless, and emotive clichés like, and I always have to do this in a John Howard, voice was politically correct and politically incorrect. Um, sounds like the Hamburglar, but anyway. Um, and now the latest clichés are individual freedoms and shutting down. Well, transgender people have been shut down for years. We had, you know, um, it's interesting, for years we had um, the church um, and some very anti-trans elements of the church telling us what to do. And, of course, some still pop their heads up. Earlier this year we had um, Christian Peter Abetz, who's a state parliamentarian in Western Australia. And, yes, if you're thinking, hang on, I've heard that name somewhere else before. His brother Eric is in federal parliament as a senator for Tasmania. Ick. Um, so, um, yeah, um, um, yeah, so we've always had everyone else, religion, politicians, um, to a large extent and still to some extent telling us, and of course the medical profession that wants to pathologize us and says it wants to work equally with us as, cause we are that community, don't get me started on that one, um, so this is our debate. And I've been thinking a bit little about, uh, so who's shutting down whom here? And when an organisation goes through a sham process of consultation and then doesn't listen, isn't that shutting down the trans community? So we can use autopilot simplistic two-word slogans. Um, the Abbott the Abbot era lingers on, doesn't it? Um, and um, yet we've got to stop and analyse them a little more thoughtfully in that way. And it seems that I've got to bring in a parallel. There's been debates in the last two weeks over the situation regarding Clementine Ford, who um, dobbed in a misogynistic um, um, tweeter, Facebooker on her page to the employer and got sacked. It's interesting how people also try to shut down um, others by whatever that others do isn't good enough. So you know, it's interesting how you know anti-female men will tell women, toughen up princess. So Clementine Ford toughened up. She asserted herself and now she's told um, that um, she's angry and militant. So we obviously have to do what we need to do from our conscience and not be manipulated by other people. I've had the sad personal situation of having to end a connection of a very long time this year because of the behaviour of a male who who does that and can't see... Past his own sense of self entitlement on many levels, but I suppose so. Yeah, it's, there's these simplistic cliches that um, really come into it, and then we get to the the big one: the, what about freedom of speech? Well, let's see about these freedom of speech advocates. Let's see them argue for the abolition of laws in the area of defamation if they're so into total freedom of speech and people should be allowed their individual freedoms. Well, you don't hear that, do you? It's only that they argue against laws um, that vilify or anything that stops them saying what the minority group in question thinks is vilification and ridicule. I'd point out there's plenty of court precedent um, about this, that it's quite clear that it's the group on the um, receiving end of alleged vilification that decides what it is and not the alleged perpetrator, heaven forbid, if it was the other, if it was the alleged perpetrator, others we'd still have men putting their hands up, women's skirts in workplaces, if they allowed women in in the first place, um, and and anything else. So we then get to this idea of individual freedom, which is so incomplete. Every individual in a democracy has to think about something else. It's called the other side of freedom is responsibility. And they're a balance. You can't have one without the other. Too much freedom and no responsibility. We're selfish and inconsiderate. And where does that end? But if there's too much responsibility and not enough freedom, yeah, that's not good either. So it's a fine juggling act. And we can't live in a society that's just selfish and allows people to do, including say what they want. Now, we give extra freedom to some areas and reasonably enough, we give it to politicians in the form of parliamentary privilege. We Hopefully give it to media, we give it to academia, um, artistic representation, and we give it to court processes, which are free obviously from defamation, because people have to say what they think to hopefully get a right outcome but it's interesting in so many of these areas we see this freedom abused and misused, and people not taking responsibility they choose to misuse it, but won't take responsibility for that and this is where I disagree going back a month or two with the idea that Jermaine Greer was shut down by petitioners or the university or whatever to borrow from one of the great philosophers of our time Jermaine um, Gre- the university did not shut down Jermaine Greer the petitioners did not shut down Jermaine Greer the transgender diverse people did not shut down Jermaine Greer and our friends did not shut down Jermaine Greer Jermaine Greer shut down Jermaine Greer by making a choice to be irresponsible, she shut herself down. And I'd probably better acknowledge copyright to one of the unsung philosophers of our time, VK McMahon and World Wrestling Entertainment, um, for any phraseology usage in those last five lines. Seriously, if people are going to say irresponsible things, they're going to have to respect expect the group in question, in this case trans and gender diverse people and our supporters, to respond. And they can't just get away with it. So this is the other side of the coin. And these groups that get extra responsibility, well, as I say, seem to be misusing it. We hear so much shoddy debate in Parliament. We see bad standards in media um, that aren't factual. Um, We see, I've seen so many bad stand-up performances, for example, in terms of artistic. And then we see people like Jermaine and Sheila Jeffries claim to have academic freedom, but how cannot you honestly say that your um, that use of academia is responsible and ethical when it doesn't even consult trans people about our lives? That's a misuse of that freedom. There's other alleged misuses of freedom from one of those academics that I won't go into on air, but I think people are probably well aware of. Let's get back to some common sense and reason, and let's have a little bit of compassion And this is the other thing I've probably put a lot of what might be called head arguments across. How about we come from our hearts? How about we have a little bit of love and understanding and things like that and not just use um, shonky manipulative arguments to try to get things done? I think we'd be a lot better off as a society. All right, 3CR 855 AM Digital, keeping the pansexual music going today. Um let's have some hunters and collectors from um nineteen early nineteen eighties from their live album The Jaws of Life and um Betty's Worry or the Slab and always please drink in moderation three CR eight five five AM digital three C R dot out of the pan with Sally Goldner, aka Bazuma Koshka the Crazy Cat Lady.
1: Radio Adelaide, Australia's longest-running community radio station, is calling upon supporters to speak out before it's too late. The University of Adelaide sold Radio Adelaide's home on North Terrace to help fund its new medical school. A decision and funds commitment was expected in November, but instead the university has opened another brief consultation period that pushes a decision closer to Christmas. The station community is concerned that this is a precursor to shutting the station down. Show your support for a station that supports our diverse community and head to www.saveradioadelaide.org to sign the petition. 3CR in solidarity with Radio Adelaide.
0: Here's a song for the dreamers Late night drunken skis For the
1: bruise and the busted us fly 3CR has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info.
0: 3CR, 8.55am 5, 5 digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. You could be listening on demand as well. Still to get that one programmed into my little pea brain. Um, well, um, just heard from hunters and collectors from the Jaws of Life and Betty's Worry or the Slab. Um, make sure over the coming festive season you drink safely. Had another tweet. Um, apparently I must have said good morning at some point. I've had a, I've had my coffee. Uh, yoicks, It's not kicking in. That's not good. Also had a nice comment on the Out of the Pan Facebook page, Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne from Lisa, um, who said that the free speech on freedom of speech made me cry because you, I said it so well. Well, um, happy tears. Um, to quote another Hunters and Collectors song, True Tears of Joy. Thanks, Lisa. Um, yeah, um, we seem to be losing... The plot with some of the rhetoric in this area. Time we struck back. I was going to say one other thing about the Ethics Centre debate. I've got an idea for a different debate. Let's have a debate about whether cisgender women are real women and cisgender men are real men. You know, if we're going to ask people to prove themselves, let's at least be equal and let's have everyone prove themselves. I don't quite think I'll be able to get that one on the agenda. All right, um, events are still coming up. Um, and um, things that are coming up this week, um, Alphabet Soup, um, probably cold consomme, I think, in this weather. Colder soup, uh, maybe. No, it'll still be a warm-hearted event at Denbar and 113 High Street on Tuesday, about 7, 7.30-ish. Um, Seahorse, um, I think, would be having their cafe night um, this week. Check um, Seahorse for details. Bent TV is still rocking on. Great. Um, they caught up with Ro Allen, who I mentioned earlier. Um, just um, last week um, for the Kingsters. Um, Provocation's Christmas event is on. Um, but check the Provocation website and or Facebook page for the venue has moved from the previous location. And I'm not sure if Gender is happening this Sunday as well. And then just to get us through next week, the Buy chat by discussion group is on as always. It's um not too close to Christmas, so Tuesday the twenty second, the fourth Tuesday of the month, Tuesday week as we go to air, um we're away. Um and also I'm pretty sure the Polyvic Social will be happening on Sunday the twenty seventh. And that is a good lead in um as we start approaching this time of the year. And um you know sort of I did have a, a lovely card from one of our um, frequent listeners, I never say regular listeners, all listeners to any show on 3 CR including Out of the Pan, are extraordinary. Um, Ruth, who um, wants to um, talk about um, seasonal survival tips, and I totally agree, it can be difficult for people um, in the sort of communities Out of the Pan reaches, trans, bi-poly for myself, or for others, people who work in the sex industry, gay, lesbian, um, you know, um, to go home at Christmas and face prejudice about in very big inverted commas our lifestyle choices Um, so it's really important that you try to keep some connection um, to um, your community your families and communities of choice Facebook's a good thing Um, you know there's of course all the groups on there um, to name a few Polyvix has a public group and a private group um, so if you're not quite out you can um, find out about the other one um the various sex positive people, of course, there's sex worker groups such as Scarlet Alliance. Um and one service that I want to mention this week and next is of course the Fab Peeps at QLife, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, 184 527 and various means of communicating with them. Also Switchboard, which is part of QLife, the um Victorian number and Tasmanian um or Melbourne number, sorry, nine double six three two nine three nine. Um, and, as I say, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven 184 527 free call for around the country. And then QLife, of course, is a linkage of the various rainbowish counselling services, the five that exist around the country. So there are various means of support for this sometimes difficult time of year, and it's good to see some of the groups um, rocking on throughout the year. And also worth mentioning is the upcoming Bipoly Picnic, which I'd better start mentioning, is the Sunday, the the 10th of January. So a nice way um, to lead in to um, the sort of midsummer queer um, fun season. So lots of good events um, coming up. Um, So there's ways to just stay in touch and get through. Um, Buddy systems are a good thing as well. Um, Make sure you enjoy all of those things. Anyway, time for me to rock on out um, and, um, you know, make sure... And hear from the crew from Freedom of Species If you're staying on listening live on this Sunday afternoon um, Hop out and enjoy the sunshine Um, Let's take it out in a bit of a rocky mood Um, Here's James Rain from his first solo album Somewhere um, back in the late 80s, early 90s It was in fact 1997, not so late And this is where he finds out about his fabulous guitar prowess on this one Let's have a listen to Always the Way, a bit thereof Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pain, Spuzzy Bar. I'm Sally Goldner, a.k.a. Bazuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady. Catch you for the last show of the year next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.